From WDET, this is StoryCorps Detroit, the podcast that showcases Detroiters interviewing Detroiters. I'm Sasha Ryan. Coming up today on the show... They, um, they blew your artwork up. They blew it up. Before we get to that piece, let me introduce StoryCorps Detroit producer, Laura Herberg. Hey, Laura. Hi, Sasha. So, Laura, what do you have for us today? Well, Marie Screenia Jr. is an artist and performer from Detroit, and back in the 90s, he worked on several art projects on the Hudson Building downtown. So for StoryCorps Detroit, he was interviewed by his friend, Jennifer Garropy, who we just heard in the clip. And in their interview, they talk about the 500-plus chalk drawings that Marie sketched on the iconic Detroit building before it was blown up. Okay, let's listen. So you, like covered the building in chalk drawings. Why did you do that? Well, what happened was, like, the, the Detroit Heroes Project, like, was only up, like, from around November 1994 to June 1995. And, and like, without any warning, they didn't tell give the artist a heads up or anything. They just, like, painted over all our work with black paint. So I was drawing it in chalk on the sidewalks for years. And then I, like, um was all inspired by different things to like maybe just go ahead and do the Hudson's building. First, I was mad that they painted over our work. And then there was like, I had the precedent of like the, uh, like the big art projects in Detroit were going on, like the Tyree Guyton and the Heidelberg project had been going on for about 10 years. That kind of inspired me. And then another part of the impetus too was like, was like the building was getting really ugly. There's like cover, getting covered with like, even like hate graffiti, like the Nazis and the KKK and stuff. And it was this kind of, adding to the blight of downtown, like, so that the, the Detroit Heroes Project had tried to make, like, downtown a little brighter and more colorful and more positive, and now, like, it's, it's a building that I loved and had a lot of good memories there. It was headed down an ugly path, you know. It was going to look like a... There's going to... There's a good chance that it was going to end up being torn down, so it was going down a bad way, and I said, I'll, I'll try to, like, see if I can make, give, make it look nice again, you know, do my own thing on there. You draw really surreal animals and people, stuff that's, like... I remember there was there was a dog that had a antenna like had a beanie with an antenna sticking out of the top of it. And the guy with a, his head was like a star. But I was just making it all up as I went along. And then it was different because I usually just work small in my sketchbooks. But then it was so huge, I had to like walk across the street and then try to like when I was up in close drawing, I had to remember how it looked from far away and just to have that, have that picture in my head. When did you work? Whenever I could, you know, weather permitting to. I was out there in the elements and out there interacting with people, even though downtown wasn't wasn't that crowded. There was still, like, people going by and people driving by, honking their horns at me or yelling out their window. What, what did you... people say? Mostly, mostly people liked it, you know. Like, they, they'd say they had, like, a few, like, um, derogatory comments or thought I was a nut or something, but, like... Artists, like, you just have to follow your own path and try to do something. So I was just, like, trying to, like, do something, like, positive for the city and downtown. They, um, they blew your artwork up. They blew it up. Yeah, eventually, like, they ended up getting blown up. I I, I saw the building get imploded, but I went down to the, uh, box theaters. I knew there was going to be a lot of bad dust that I didn't want to breathe, and I thought I was far enough away, but, like, like, I should have got further away. Because you see all this, like, dust coming toward you the whole time. I saw that on, on television. It was like this, they they imploded the building. This huge cloud of dust just engulfed. I mean, the whole downtown was, was completely, you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. You know, it was like, it was like the building's 
ghost had been, you know, liberated and, and was now going to eat up the entire downtown. Yeah, I was I was trying to make the downtown seem more, like, lively and populated, too. Just like, you know, I'd be there on a Friday night, like, drawing the building, and then I wouldn't see a single living soul for an hour. Like, now it's the like total opposite. Now it's like Detroit's, like, kind of more lively again. That was Maurice Grenier Jr. speaking with his friend Jennifer Garropy. The interview was produced by WDET intern John Forrest. And as I always do with these episodes, I sat down with John and I asked him, from the 100-plus stories we have in the StoryCorps Detroit archive, why did he pick this one? And this is what he had to say. Well, uh, it was kind of interesting. I'd never heard about this guy who did the chalk drawings on the Hudson's building. And I've you know, grown up in the area in the 90s. I, I was around when the Hudson's building got imploded. And uh, so it's kind of interesting. And, of course, there's the new uh, the skyscraper that's supposed to go over there. So I thought it was kind of an interesting piece in that, in that way. So he's talking about the 52-story skyscraper that Bedrock is planning to build at the Hudson site. It will be the tallest structure in Detroit. And if you haven't seen what it's supposed to look like, we have renderings at WDET.org. I like the shameless plug there. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Okay, well, that's going to do it for this episode of StoryCorps Detroit. Thank you, Laura. You're welcome, Sasha. This podcast is a production of 1019 WDET. Today's story was produced by John Forrest. This episode was produced by Laura Herberg and mixed by Rasan Sherry. Our theme music is by Will Sessions. If you want to make sure you hear the next episode, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen. While there, let us know what you think by leaving a review. Doing that will help more people find these Detroit stories. I'm Sasha Ryan. Thanks for joining us. We'll have more next week. Next time on StoryCorps Detroit. In the morning, uh, we say good morning. Yes. And we always ask ourselves the same question. How is the force today? <laughs> well, are you How's always the force? Like, yeah. <laughs> we'll hear a conversation between the director of the DIA and one of the security guards there. That's next week on StoryCorps Detroit.